Welcome back, you beautiful people, to another episode of Post Game Overtime. I'm Will Collison, joined as always by Brandon Corbiel. Brandon, how are we doing? Doing really good. It's good to be back on a on a schedule again here and getting episodes out, so can't complain. There we go, right? This will be uh, the first time in a while we have had less than a two-month, 12-month break in between. I don't know. How, how long was our last break in between episodes? It was, it was quite some time, eh? About five months or so. Oh, yeah. But what's, <laughs> yeah, what's a five. quick five months between friends, eh? Exactly. Some of my closest friends don't talk to me at five-month intervals on the time. You know who I'm talking about. Five months um, isn't too bad. I'm going year strong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I think I'm probably... Anyways, um, we got a lot to talk about in this episode. We got, we a, we got yep. a lot to cover. Um, do we want to yep. go with the current event right off the top? Um, it happened last night. Yeah. So just before we get to that, um, Ooh. so just going off what we so so sorry. Um, no, just based on uh, just from what we talked about last week. So that that whole um situation that was up in the air, whether or not there would be uh like the NHL season if it would start on um October seventh. Um, just oh, yeah, due to the games being that? in being in Prague and unsure if um Russian players would be allowed to travel. So it has been confirmed now that Russian players will be allowed to travel to Prague and participate in the game. So those uh, first two games of the regular season in Prague are are good to go. They're they're going to happen now. It's confirmed. And this is just some insider baseball. Um, if you read the fine print of that contract, it says the Russian players are allowed to play, but they will be held as Ukrainian-held uh, war prisoners. So, you know, there, there's a give and take, right? How badly do you love the game of hockey? Holy f- ah, fuck, dude. The losing off with the, some heat. The losing Russian player will be castrated. Um, that's more friendly. <laughs> Gotta have some incentive on the line, right? Well, but again, I think, I think that's only fair because their country is naughty naughty. Yeah. Um, How political so going, should we get so, right off the hop? Should we just start well, the we, episode? We dove in head one first. minute in. All right. Next topic. I'm not um, go there. I was going to say something. But, great. <laughs> so just to piggyback off that, so I think we we've we've confirmed that um, come next Friday, we'll is when we'll be kind of doing a deep dive into the the NHL season, kind of discussing that. Uh, first game that is going to be happening on that day and then um, you know some discussions on the upcoming season some predictions and some fun shit that we we've discussed and that we're gonna work on over the next week and get uh, set up for that and I believe here I think we're the we're the first podcast or we're the first place to be reporting that those games will be happening correct oh fuck yeah yeah Yeah. I I mean I don't I don't first listen to, to about a it. bunch of podcasts, but like I can, yeah, we're we're the first. Good to know. Now, with that out of the way, football. A real man sport. Sorry, that probably pissed <laughs> off half of our. Yeah, I, I don't even mean that. That was. <laughs> I'm gonna take that back real quick. Um, 
So should we start with Tua? Is that is that where we're jumping into this? Oh, we're, we're just going to dive right in. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Right off the hot, we're just going to dive right into the dirty areas. Um, Speaking of dirty areas. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to get into fuck, this. Whatever the fuck is happening behind the scenes with the Miami Dolphins, like... I think it is hyper-competitive team culture. I think they're an underdog team. I think they're a young team. They got a young head coach. And I think they're just so hyper-desperate on wins, 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 and to keep momentum going. Momentum's everything. Yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously, they start off 3-0. and How nice would it be to, to go 4-0 and mm-hmm. to start the season? But... Again, it comes back to that that saying that some things are are much bigger than football, though. And and I like think the bigger saying is human life is not one of those. Um, as we've learned yeah, on not, multiple yeah. occasions in the NFL. Yeah, honestly, like <laughs> their track record is not great. Well, it's it's definitely not going to get any better after after this. Um, I, I don't know. Did you watch? I know I sent you like clips of it, but did you go back and watch like kind of the whole whole ordeal of what happened you know, yesterday? Well, I, I, I saw the sequence. I didn't see all the aftermath. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't really see much of the interviews. I'm going to pull up the video again right now. Uh, just what in. We'll get a live reaction of him getting clapped. Um, it's an, it's yeah, a, no, it's a nice way of a, putting it, honestly. Yeah, it's a tough video to watch. His his hands went. Um, um, he he wasn't doing good, and and, again, and that's not it, good to see. And again, it goes it, back to what I was ranting to you about last night. You're you're watching a game, and a, a guy takes a, a sharp turn or, or or whatever or falls and tears his AC on. They're like, "Well, we we can't show you this. Let's go to commercial break." And then, and then you you you're in commercials for fucking however long. Um, watching Uber yeah. Eats commercials and, and whatnot. But with, with this, it's, okay, let's go to commercial break for like 30 seconds, and let's come back and show you 10 different angles. Let's zoom right in on his face when he's like out cold. Yeah. And let's just constantly like do a little like Benny Hill loop around thing of his head <laughs> just slamming off the turf over and over. Like it was, it's hard to watch, yeah. you know, live because you realize, fuck, his head hit. And then they yeah. just force you to watch over and over. It's like, like just get this off the screen well, at this point. Like it's it's so the, tough to watch. Yeah, and the longer they're and playing, especially that, a young you guy know, like that. Yeah, and I was gonna say the it's longer just, they're playing that, you know, that's all time he's not getting up. Right. Yeah, it's literally just fillers they're throwing in to. He's he's still out while, while they're while they're assessing him and you know I, doing what they can for him. It's. I will say I think if they went right to commercial and did like a ten minute commercial break. I think the NFL would have gotten blasted either way. Because everyone would have come out yeah. and been like, well, what did they yeah. go, wounded horse with them and just pull out a thing and shoot them? Like, yeah, no, you know what, yeah. I, yeah, I do see what you're saying on that. Because I, I will say the NFL has such a it. bad track record that I think the best thing now, the replays, awful. Awful decision. Awful decision. Yeah. I think keeping the... Like, if you wanted to just do dead air, have the... Not dead air, but like like show show the players kneel show the medical care maybe pan to a sideline pan to the reporters let the reporters talk for 10 i think that would be all pretty good i think going to commercial they would have gotten blasted and i think um 
the replays you was know, a very bad move. You know what people need to start doing? I think at every football game, why not just have a designated streaker? Because every time someone Your runs goal. on the field and streaks, or even just doesn't even streak, but they just run on the field and want attention, yeah. immediately all the cameras look away. They don't want to give that guy any attention or screen time, which is what they're after. So just yeah. have someone do that, and then you don't have to worry about any of that. You just Then you're kind of forced to just stay away from the whole situation. Well, and I think it's safe to say that I think um, similar to the streakers, I think that same can be said for injured NFL players. They're just after attention. They're usually faking the injuries. Um, Buddy, we're it's not, not that about hard of a game. We're, we're talking and, about football, not, not basketball. Or soccer. Um, yeah, oh, we're man. talking American football. My bad. Dude, no, we're they're all fakers. Every, dude, we're blasting every sport right now. What are we doing? We're being hilarious. Um, everyone on blast right now yeah but this is this is not a sports podcast this is a sports comedy podcast this and is if a you hangout think... zone <laughs> okay well now i'm out we're just here to vibe and have a good time all right well now we've lost direction in life that's good <laughs> um back to the nfl uh and and I think we should say this. Uh, maybe this will set us up for success if we if we call ourselves out. I think we plan to do a bit of a live-ish episode on Sunday. Yeah. Um, potentially. Uh, not confirmed yet. That's that's kind of what we're hoping to, to get sorted out. Yeah. And I think that would be a great time as I'm bringing up the this week's NFL games for you to plug our social media, Brandon. Yeah. Way to, way to fucking put me on the spot there. Um, yeah, you can so follow as always, us on Instagram. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at PGO Show. Um, again, on Instagram at PGO Show, exactly how it sounds. And then, if you care to, before we get banned off of it, you can also find us on Twitter at PG Overtime. So just the letter PG and then Overtime, where we have lots of funny things to say, lots of controversial things to say. And all around, just having a good time. Um, now, I think it should feel be. Free um, to give us a follow and feel free to message us and uh, get engaged with us more. And if you want to talk sports, we're we're always down to. I I completely agree. I think Brandon, you believe in transparency, right? Hundred percent. I think we should be transparent. Um, we said multiple times last episode. We said we're going to put this on the socials. I don't think we put anything on the socials since last episode. Oh, you didn't? Oh, wait, did you put shit on Twitter? I didn't put anything on the Instagram. No, I didn't. I didn't. Put any eyes I mean, you were... I mean, we have a social media team. We don't run our own social medias. We are a about a hundred man operation. Um, slowly and yeah, we're growing. Um, we have about a forty man social media team, and me and Brandon are, aren't aren't owners at all. We are. Uh, we are kept in a basement somewhere, separate basements, so we can't coordinate and plan escape. And we're just forced to do these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But we have, but a, good we time. have a good we time. We enjoy doing it, and we hope to engage with, with more of you soon over the coming weeks and over the extended time. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something I want to throw out to you, just kind of going back to that uh, topic we were having. Yes. Um, discussion. You, so you, you must have saw at some point from 
uh, Sunday's game between Miami and Buffalo when Tua got hit and smacked his head off the turf. And then oh, when yes. he's getting up, he can he can barely stand and and like he he couldn't even walk in a straight line. He couldn't his legs just kept collapsing on him like a lawn chair. Like does that remind good. you of someone? Does that remind you of anyone? Oh, it sure does. Now, who would that be, Brandon? Mister Brittany Mahomes' husband. Oh, are you talking about Jackson Mahomes' brother? You know I am. And and again, like it it is it's very similar to that situation. I think there's it like it, it is a similar situation, but it's tough to compare the two just because it's the Chiefs did have a whole week between them and Mahomes didn't return to that game. And it was you know, the following game was the um championship game. Uh, the playoffs. To go to go to the Super Bowl, so a lot yeah. more on the line, bigger stakes, um, for sure. Which I, still, at the end of the day, like you have to make sure that your player is one hundred percent healthy, and there there's literally zero concerns at all surrounding the situation. But I um, think, in the eyes of the, if if I may, may I? Yeah, yeah. The way the NFL sees it, if you're a cash cow. Concussion what? Yeah. Like you you better break it or tear it if you want time off. And even then, they'll probably ask you to play through it. Yeah. Like, I don't think when it comes to... There was a whole movie. Will Smith did an accent. For a whole yeah. movie. To, just so they could talk about concussions. Nothing's changed. I don't think anything's changed. And, no. and I think I was saying this to you before the episode. In the UFC... You have to, a fighter has to wait, I think, a minimum 90 days before returning after a knockout. Yeah, you, just before we started the episode, you were telling me that, and I was, I was shocked by that. I didn't, I didn't know that that was a thing. And honestly, good on the UFC, though, because while people complain that, you know, whatever, they under, underpay their fighters, they should be getting paid more, they do take care of them, and they do, you know, respect their health and, and whatnot. And I know this is this will probably never allow us to ever have a UFC fighter on this podcast. But Dana's brought up some good points about fighter pay. Just saying. Oh, oh I think that yeah, just polarizes us yeah. completely. I think I think yeah. we've just lost any chance of ever getting a UFC fighter. But I think if you look at boxing, like if you look at I think when people talk about fighter pay, they're comparing it to the major four sport model. Yeah. Of or even five of you know, uh, football, uh, American football, hockey, baseball, basketball. But I think fighting is different. And you look at something like boxing, um, or a lot of other sports. Like even even um, you want to talk about PGA or like the Live Tour. These are established boxers. So if you wanted to have a fight organization that was only established fighters and. And each event was was a million dollar event. Pay per views would be like five hundred bucks. So they spread it out. They fill yeah. them with undercards. They put one major guy on each fight. They make it an event. But you can't pay these little guys all that much money. And well, and I won't call them little. They're 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 going in there. They're putting it on the line as much as the champs are. So they should be getting paid a lot. But I think you look at boxing there, like. I know this is a bad example, but it was one of those like dumb YouTube cards. Like the one of the undercards was getting paid like nine hundred bucks. 
Yeah. In boxing, like, there's more deaths in boxing than there is in UFC, so you could potentially die oh, for yeah. $900. Exactly, and I think, yeah. I, I don't know, I, I think, um, it, should it be better? Yes. I will also say, are a lot of the people complaining about it, people that try and stream or pirate fights? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Are you always trying to get around the pay-per-view? Probably. Are you complaining about fighter pay? Maybe. Should you? No. And, and those are people that can be attributed to part of the problem. So Yeah, because like if you if you talk about decreased pay-per-view sales and I don't think the UFC has decreased viewership. Right? Oh. Like, you know, maybe more people if are anything, going to I bars. Think it's probably growing. Yeah, but I, I just But the amount of people actually purchasing the pay-per-views is mm-hmm. going down. Way mm-hmm. down. Like I and and this was only like Actually, I don't actually just no, this was a while ago. Whatever it was when um the boxing when Jake Paul mm. fought uh Tyron Woodley. I don't really okay. care for it, but I thought, hey, maybe I could see Jake Paul get his his shit rocked finally yep. and it'd be and, and be fucking fantastic. This is yep. a like a fucking YouTube boxing thing. Yeah. There there was not a single stream out there. Mm. That, that that was free for people to watch. If you wanted to watch it, you had to buy the pay-per-view. And that's why I think Jake Paul got something like three million out of that fight or something. Mm. Like so much money out of it. Because if you wanted to watch it, which a lot of people did, because they genuinely thought Jake Paul was finally gonna get a shit rocked, you had to pay for it. Well, and I will whether you, say whether you wanted to watch the entire card or just the main event, you had to pay. There was there was no way of of getting around it. Yeah, no, that, that that's fair. I think, um, yeah, and that's not even like the the pros thing. It's a fucking YouTube box. But I, like it's, true, but that was a super hyped event. It was also um, it's internet nerds. The yep. UFC isn't internet nerds. They're fight nerds. The YouTube yep. guys are internet nerds. They know how to stop streamers. They have, that's yep. their career. That is true. That is true, yeah. Um, that being said, I think Dana White has recently said he's cracking down on streamers. Now, he also upped the price as he did that, and I think I wouldn't be shocked if more people are going to bars. To watch. Because me yep. personally, like I think the last few UFC pay-per-views, I go to a bar. I go to a bar. Yep. We, we've I've, done that a couple times, I think. Well, and, and the way I look at it, and there's some bars that don't even charge you a cover. If, you know, some will charge you a cover if it's a fight night, um, but some won't. And even if some do, like, it's usually $5, and then you go in. Let's say you get one beer and nachos. You get beer and nachos. It's, call it $25, $30 versus a $75 pay-per-view, $70 pay-per-view. Exactly. Um I think it's gone up even now. It's like seventy nine well, ninety nine. And, and you think about it for for a bar, like okay, you you like use the bar. You spend what seventy bucks on the pay per view. You have one table sit down. That's covering it all right there. No bars have to pay more. Do they? Yeah. So what 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 do they pay? Because I, 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 I don't. Know. I thought it was just. I, the... I, I no, I don't know exactly, but I've I've talked to um because well one of the clubs I knew this before, but um when I worked at a restaurant, but one of the clubs I uh have a like a residency at like a I'm a regular at 
they they used to do pay-per-views and they just they couldn't afford to do it because I think you have to pay a like an extra fee it's like $100 but it's per TV that has it on or something okay so let's say you have it on 10 TVs it's you know 1000 whatever like Oh, and then fuck, if I didn't realize projectors, I think like I think if you want to do it for like a projector or anything, like I know they have specific rules because because restaurants exactly that, right? Like restaurants and bars, yeah. they will charge for it and they will make an event and they will make a ton of money off it. And I think UFC boxing, rightfully so, should charge them a little more. And I think I'm not sure. I think they've set it up to where it can be done sustainably. The bar just has to make an event out of it, which I think that's what they want, right? Like, I don't think they want every bar just whipping on the pay-per-view and trying to profit. I think they want, if you're going to be a UFC bar, you're going to put up the posters, you're going to promote our fights, and you're going to make this a big event. Because yeah, even even if it is, they're not getting, you know, the individual pay-per-views on it they're still getting the the sites the popularity the social media traffic the betting traffic the, yeah the engagements whatever it is they're they're still getting all of that um and yeah. and the popularity benefit that comes with it 100 percent. yeah i honestly i didn't know that they were that the bars had to pay upwards to that much like that that is quite news to me I don't know the exact amount, and I could be wrong. Maybe the guy's bullshitting me, but I've heard it's um uh, a lot. I'm gonna look it up. Um, and I've I've heard it's like I've I've heard it, like it's purposefully more. I think it's all right. Which so I this guess, is according. I guess that, that does make sense. Like that is understandable. Okay, so do you want to go to the worst uh, source possible? Um, yeah. Okay, so according the to Miami Reddit, Dolphins website, <laughs> Ooh. no, they're a uh, concussion doctors. team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so the, this is an event. So this is from 2012, according to Reddit. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Ten years ago. So it can range from 750 to 1500. So depending on, the, I think, the capacity of your venue. Which, like, I guess that that oh. does make sense, though, because then it's, like, not... Well, actually, and I guess that's a thing, though. When you think about a lot of bars, they have different, like, cable boxes and whatnot for the TV. That's why, like, on some TVs you could have hockey, some you could have basketball going on, some, like, baseball and whatnot. So you, I guess you would have to purchase them through all those different providers, like, for your different um, cable boxes and whatnot. Dude, this is a hilarious title. So I looked up another article. And this is a lot Mm -hmm. more recent, but they really butchered the start of this. I think they copy and pasted something and then forgot to erase it. Sounds like something I would do. They're talking about the 265, which I think was the Lewis versus Gain fight, right? Zero Gain? Or Gone? I think. Versus Derek Lewis? I'll take him at their word. But they have UFC 265, Lewis versus McGregor, are only broadcasted on ESPN, period, gone, period, with the launch of ESPN Plus. And like, they just have his name at the end. So I'm guessing 
They had something McGregor. They got rid of it. Did Lewis forgot to get rid of the McGregor and then like copy pasted whatever that you know are only broadcasted on ESPN and it threw the gone at the end. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's my theory. Tough. Well, and that makes sense. Two sixty four was Poirier McGregor. So it's okay, in the same time frame. So yeah, so probably some kind of copy and pasting they just fucked it and that's, that's which so they're, they're saying they're saying just starting at small venues it's uh now so this is as of recent it's 2200 fuck me wow well there you go learn something new every day um yeah. but anyway it's just kind of from what we were originally talking about the fact that Tua got hit the way he did, Wham's head, he gets up like he couldn't even stand or walk or anything. Well, not only was he... You're talking Bill's game. Yeah, not only was he allowed to come back into that game and, and finish out the game, he's allowed to play four days later. Well, like thing um, beyond shame on the team... Doesn't the NFL have like third party concussion people that are standing on the sidelines that have the authority to pull a player out of a game and be like, no, 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 no. He done. I, yeah. And that's, and that's what is so bizarre to me because you can, you know, come up with whatever excuse you want and be like, okay, yeah, he was medically cleared. If a guy whams his head, the back of his head off the ground as hard as he did, and then gets up and can't stand, has to be helped off by people because he can't walk under his own power. He can't see straight. He can't even fucking stand up. Yeah. You cannot Give tell me that within, within the next hour, he is welcome to return to the game and play. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've got a headache from it, okay, because a headache doesn't cause you to fucking not be able to stand it and function as a human walking around. But even like, you've got getting... some sort of head trauma there in your brain that is preventing you from being able to see straight and, and stand up, let alone walk. Yeah, well, and further, even if you, you get rocked so hard you have a headache, that is, I think, you know, now now papers are coming out, or I, I, to my belief, that they're saying even that in itself are, are, is is sign of, of damage to the head. Like, maybe not yeah. full-blown concussion, but that's still not good. So the fact that he's that rocked, no, you shouldn't be playing the rest of the game, and then you shouldn't be back four days later, because I yeah. think the implication that he's back four days... Was he at practice? Was he at practice the next day? The day after? How quickly was he back yeah, on I'm, going? I'm not sure, and I think the one of the things during the, the game last against the Bengals that really pissed me off was um, Xavier Howard, pro- probably I would say a top top five cornerback in the league, top three? He's he, Really fucking good. Yeah, who'd, he was pulled you put above him. I I mean I hate him, but like I would say Jalen Ramsey. I was just gonna say I was just you, you have to but put him up there. even if you don't I like don't, him. I don't. I don't think there's there. a, a another guy that you can definitively say he's that that's better than Howard at what Howard does. Yeah. Um. Uh, just going Diggs. off of that. See, again, though, Diggs gets a lot of interceptions, but he also allowed the most yards to wide receivers last year. True. So he's kind of a, a high risk, high reward uh, type of player. Yeah. Um. But with Xavier Howard, 
So during the game last night, they pull him from the game and he sits there and then they tweet out that Howard has a groin injury and is questionable to return, which he didn't. How the fuck do you pull your probably the the second best player in your team, aside from Tyree Kill, out of the game because he's got a groin injury, but the, the quarterback you're trying to build your entire franchise around is playing with a concussion I'm like 100% sure of, but, but he's fine to, to play and just keep getting rocked over and over again. Now, I will say, have we heard to his side? Because what if he, he stumbled off and then he sat down and then he got up and was, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm going back in, I'm going back in, I'm going back in. They gave that him a quick test, he passed it. Like, what if he passed a quick test? I know, I, I, hear, I agree that's with you. Thing. Is it is it's a quick test? Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, you, you've seen last year, like, in, in, um, in the NHL when Brad Marchand, he gets kind of bumped and waxed his head a bit, he's a bit stumbly. But the NHL, at every single game, they have concussion spotters. They spotted him do that and said, no, he, he, he's got to go do a, a proper test. Mm-hmm. And which, which he ended up passing and he was back in the game. But he was livid because he missed over 50% of the game because you got to go into the, into the dark room in the back and you, know, you, you have to take off your skates and they have to do all these different tests to make sure you're 100% um, able to play and they have there's absolutely zero reason to be concerned no i I agree with you and i think when you see Tua do that i don't think it matters if he pass a quick test you need to put the player safety above all else above winning one game and just say you know what especially look looks good on our end you say ready to play but we're gonna we're gonna wait yeah especially the fourth game of the season exactly like it's like and like, it's so early in the season. Like they could have just sat two out for the Buffalo game, ran some more tests, and been like, "Okay, you're good to play," or maybe you're not. This this could have potentially ended his entire career. It could have killed him. Like he he could have he. Well, we don't know because all we've heard now, from now we're talking in hyperbole. We've, we've went we've from a comedy from, podcast too. Well, I'm just saying though. But like all we've heard from Miami. The only thing they've said is just he's been discharged from the hospital last night. He flew home with the team. But they won't say what, what, like, they won't even give any insight to people to be like, hey, you know, he's got a concussion or, or whatnot. Like, it's, it, it's just such a poor way that they've handled the whole thing. And it's just, it was so, like, just tough to watch more than anything. I, I, I hear you. Now, may I, may I throw something out there to oh, maybe 100%. lighten the mood? And oh, this please. is for our repeat viewers. I just had to shit on the now, there. That, that was who, boiling who, up. Who would be in Miami for Tua to fly back to? What, what, like back? Oh, our boy Urban Meyer. Potentially the coach of the 2008 Florida Gators, Urban there it Meyer. Is. And no yep. one knows how to sweep th- something under the rug like Urban Meyer. And yeah, if you need right. to just sweep something under the rug and win a championship, which the Dolphins want to do, you go to Urban. Also, with the Dolphins, I do want to say, so for every NFL game, a team on the roster, they just have their starting quarterback and their backup quarterback. And that's, that's on the roster. Those are the two quarterbacks that suit up for the game. Yeah. 
they they had their third string quarterback suited up and on the sidelines. So they were not 100% confident that Tua was going to be healthy and could play the entire game because why would they have Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, probably the best backup in the entire league. Yeah. Why yeah. why do you why do you need your your third stringer there on the sidelines hanging out and all all ready to go? Yeah. I don't think they were confident that Tua was going to be able to make it through an entire game. And then if Teddy Bridgewater goes out there and you know whatever gets sacked and gets hurt, they're like, "Oh, we got our third stringer where we're going to be just fine." Yeah. You're you're not wrong there. That's and I didn't, I didn't know that until this morning when, when someone pointed that out. And I was like, it's a, it's a yikes. That's, yeah, that's not a great look. But we will leave that we'll up leave to that the, the league, league to figure that out. I think they are doing an investigation on the whole. Uh, this will be good. Situation. We know how good and just the NFL investigations always are. Should we get into our Sunday preview? Yes, yes, we should. Brandon. William. Now, we did not talk about this before the episode, and I'm just springing this on you now. I love being put on the hot seat. But I'd like to bring back an old tradition. All right. I'd like to make a PGO parlay. I was going to say, I actually thought of this before the episode started. I was like, we didn't do it last week. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't do one. So yeah, fucking perfect time to now. All right. So should we should we preview the games first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got to do the parlay at the end after we've we've given our our reasonings. All right. Um, do we want to do like a fast run through all the games? Yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want me to do a a good a good? A good run through of all of them. Yeah, yeah, give her. Uh, I need, I need some theme. Like, can can you beatbox me in? What's some, what's some good theme music? Absolutely not. Bud, what would, what would, AB eighty four do? He would just go in there, guns a blazing, and not worry would, about what would happen afterwards. He would have a intro. Yeah, you play fucking whole lot of money. Seriously, what a good song. What a fantastic song. All right. I guess you're not going to sing it for me. No. This Sunday. I got nothing on my head. I, I can't think of anything. Live. From where, where is the game in England? Uh, it is in London. I was right. Lo- in Trottenham well, no. Stadium. Twickenham. Trottenham? Is that how you pronounce it? Tottenham? Oh, yeah, Tottenham's uh, another. I don't know. It's in London, so. That's all I know. Where are they playing it? Tell us where they're playing it. Well, isn't that just. Live from England, London, England, we have yeah. the Minnesota Vikings taking on the New Orleans Saints. Coming to you live at 7 30 Mountain Standard Time AM. That's an early morning game, folks. That's so Following that like, up that's at eleven, day. oh no, we got that's a full a, day of NFL like that's a, football. That's such a full day. That's so sick. We do not condone overassumption here at PGO, but if you do, wake up, start drinking. Um, no, don't, don't actually. That's not good. Don't do that. Had, Come on. 
turn turn up on a Sunday. What? All Sunday right. fun day. Okay, Vikings Saints. What would Tua do? What would Urban do? <laughs> what would Urban do? There we go. What would, what would AB do? I'm storming off halfway through this announcement. Um, Viking Saints. Then, following that up at 11 Mountain Standard Time, we have the Bills taking on the Ravens in Baltimore. Following that, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Then the Chargers are heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Following that, we have the Tennessee Titans Titans traveling all the way to Indianapolis. Titans. The Titans. (laughs) To take on the Colts. Last two, last three games, last four, five games. Wow, there's a lot of fucking morning games. We got the Jaguars going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. We got the Bears going to New York to face the Giants. The New York Jets are leaving New York to head to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Browns are heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Commanders are going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. And that rounds off the morning games. Your quick three in the afternoon. You have Mr. Brandon Corbiel's Arizona Cardinals traveling all the way to Carolina to face the Panthers, where the Cardinals are indeed the underdog, according to Brandon. They are, yeah. Then you have the Broncos going all the way to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Last game of the afternoon. We have Mr. Will's New England Patriots taking the trudge all the way to Wisconsin to take on the Green Bay Packers. And then we got the Chiefs traveling down to, uh, actually, is this game still in Tampa with all the hurricane and stuff? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, to remain in Tampa, okay. Yeah. Tampa was spared damaging consequences of Hurricane Ian. All right, well, also prayers to all the victims of Hurricane Ian. Um, but hope everyone's doing safe. Hope everyone is safe. Um, but we got the Chiefs taking on the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay, and then the Monday night games. We got the Rams in San Fran taking on the 49ers. You know what? What are, what are your what are your hot picks? Like we won't go through all of them. Yeah. Pick by so, pick, but but any game I, I jump say, out to you. I did say I got I was one gonna, in the morning. Yeah. I, I did say I was going to explain it. Um, to, so the, the Cardinals are the underdog now against the Panthers because they've released their injury report now um, today going into this weekend. Five of their six top receivers are, it sounds like they're all going to be out for this game against the Panthers. Yikes. And then their running back, James Conner, he's still dealing with that ankle injury. He is nowhere near 100%. And... Um, so far, I would say their best defensive players here, when he has been playing, J.J. Watt, it sounds like he might not play. Their starting center, Rodney Hudson, um, might not play. And then their Pro Bowl kicker, Matt Brader, might not play. So they are a very, very uh, beat-up team right now. So I think that's kind of why they're, they're now sitting as the underdogs. Fair enough. And then those are all very good reasons to be the underdog. Yeah. And as we saw last week, I guess we didn't really do much of an NFL recap for last week. But as we saw last week, um, Tampa really struggled without their receiving core. 
Tom Brady yeah, being as brilliant much. as he was. And they like they were close to pulling that comeback. They were very close, but oh, they, they were, did. They if only and I and I said this when I watched it. If only they had a capable quarterback who's right. able to pull off a miracle right. two point conversion. You know what, Brandon? Tie the game Brandon? in the dying Brandon? seconds and send it to overtime oh like God. one Mr. Call of Duty legend, Kyler Murray. Oh my god, I'm so wet. In week three, uh, Kyler. I had to, actually, that, hey. that was in week two. Yeah. Oh, That was baby. to prevent the Cardinals from becoming Maybe. Guess what? Brady did that same thing, Biatch, in the Super Bowl, baby. What's 28 to 3? What's up? I, oh, I don't do come say at though, me with that miracle stuff. Don't I, come at me. I do say like, though, you, he is the last guy you want to take that miracle shot at. Are you kidding me? Are you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not taking a shot at him. I'm just saying that Are there was a quarterback kidding? that has proven to to do that. I do give the Bucks credit though because I think you're silly. Like dude. in in my opinion, Tom Brady is still w- without a doubt like like the the guy in the NFL, and the fact that. With like no receiving core, and basically like fucking Russell Gage had twelve receptions for eighty-seven yards and one tutty. That was their, that was that was his top target, like his top guy all day. Do you? And they, do they, not and they you still shit only, talk Gage. And Gage they still is winning only Super Bowl MVP this year. They only lost by two. Like the Bucks' defense is so is so good that even when their offense can't get shit going. They can they can still easily win a game throughout the the first three um, games of the season. So what's that? Three they allowed th- only a field goal against Cowboys, ten against the Saints, four. So like twenty seven points right there in three games. They that defense has allowed. Uh, that that's pretty impressive. And this oh is my. also with because I think Chris Godwin is, has missed some time due to yeah. injury. Um, Julio Jones has. Missed the last two weeks, I think. Mike Evans was suspended for the most recent one. Like, when they have, like, if they've got their whole, like, all the boys together going into games, that's a, uh, that's a team I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play. I wouldn't want the Cardinals to play, and that'd be a fucking runaway after the first five minutes. Like, especially when you think about Brady's coming in there with that soon-to-be divorced dad energy. You know what I mean? He's got to show for the ladies. He's got to show that he can he can still perform in the bedroom and outside. Like, well, and I think he needs to show Giselle that this was for a reason. Like, I think he this is the year. If anything, he needs this fucking Super Bowl so he can ride off into the sunset and be like, "See, exactly. babe, I I came back and did one more. What's up? Let's and, go back to Brazil." And then you learn Portuguese, if, and they'll just make another baby because they're such a beautiful couple. But he need, he needs more people to kiss on the lips. But see, I knew I was walking how, into that joke. <laughs> and, that, and that's but a thing, though. And I think that's something we we um have talked about prior. You know, we we did that whole um episode when it was announced that Brady was retiring, and then he comes back, and we said he's got to have a fucking banger of a year. Yeah, and like he's and, coming back for for a purpose. And I, I think it's safe to say, I think he owes us that year because he cocked that episode. That was a big episode for us. I got emotional. 
I was touching myself a bit. Yeah. That was a big episode. Yeah. Too far? I, I want to also... So this, this was something I thought about the other day um, when thinking about the Bucks, and it was just a, a question I wanted to spring on you to just see your response. Super Bowl um, champs. So the Buccaneers are still... In in my opinion, the kind of kind of them and the 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 Bills, uh, not as much the Bills after fumbling to Miami when no reason they should have lost. But so say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are like like they they're the, the biggest favorite. It's very clear that that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Which do you think would be more likely? Rob Gronkowski comes out of retirement to join the Bucks for, you know, end of the season run and a playoff run and whatnot. Or with the Super Bowl game, being in Arizona with Bruce Arians still behind the bench, do you think that Larry Fitzgerald would join the Buccaneers and try to finally win a Super Bowl out of all places in, in Arizona? Um, I see, I think... Has Larry come out and been very so? I I'd say that's more likely. I don't think Gronk's no, Larry, back. Larry he's... said so. He's um currently like got a role to to do a lot of like big big like on screen stuff for for the Super Bowl. But he did say that if the Cardinals went to the Super Bowl, he would he would very much like to to join them and, and play in that game. Yeah. Which I, I don't I don't know exactly how it works in NFL. Like I don't know if he has to be signed with the team and whatnot before the playoffs or after. Regardless, I don't think the Cardinals, you know, in their current situation, I yeah. would not. I don't think they. I think they're breaking the streak of of teams winning the Super Bowl at home. But hey, I think I just... it is. A, I think it is a like a interesting thing that that could very well happen. It is interesting. May I just put this out there though? I would not put Buccaneers as the favorite in the NFC. Right now. I give that to the Philadelphia Eagles. See, I would do that, but... Just saying, baby. I... Just see, saying. I would, I would say that, That's but... I believe in week four coming up this Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, the Jaguars yeah, no, beat the no, no. Eagles. No, shut up. Yeah. Why? 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 Trevor Trevor Lawrence is gonna ball out, and I think the Jaguars beat the Eagles. I disagree. I could, I, I, I could be wrong. I could get clowned on for it, and well, I, and I will well, fully. And I, I'm fully open to get clowned on next week. I mean, just everything. Like, when you look at... You can't um, say that. you got to come at me with something. I know, but when you look at it so far, the Eagles, they played the Lions, and they beat them 38-35. Like, their, their defense was, was, was fucking abysmal. Um, and they really hinged that entire game based off a strong second quarter, putting up 24 points there. Second week, they beat the Vikings 24-7. Again... I'm not super big on the Vikings. I'm just, I just can't get behind that team. It's, and especially when, um, Kirk Cousins fucking outrushed Delvin Cook. First of all, that's that's a major red flag. And then they beat the Washington Commanders, who, you know, not not very good. But the Jaguars have looked really solid 
all season long, picking up. Uh, I mean, they did lose week one to the Commanders. Week two, twenty-four nothing over the Colts. Week three, thirty-eight to ten over the Chargers, which I think a lot of people actually had as um, one of their Super Bowl favorites going into the season. But, but Herbert Herbert was hurt going into that game. Um, he, he still played though. He did, he did, but he was he. We knew he was playing hurt. I okay. So this is just this is the better defense maybe. as well though. Okay. Okay. So so then. Okay. Boom. This brings us into the segment, baby. This brings us in PGO parlay. So the spread right now is set at six and a half. Obviously, the Eagles are the favorite, so that means Jacksonville gets six and a half points. Do we want to take them with the points as our first bet on the PGO parlay? I'd I'd fucking take a money line. Dude, I'm so big on the Jaguars. Like I would take them. Money line over covering the spread. I am fully on the bandwagon for them. All right. To be fair, I think because I'm putting this through a betting app that I will not specify because we do not have a sponsorship. Um, one day we'll get there. Yeah, one day. Uh, I don't know if we can combine money line and uh, spread with our parlays. Yeah, then, so, then just do then just do that they cover the spread. I think that makes it fun. Yeah. And I find spread parlays. Well, I actually I guess if you're picking all underdogs, I, they gang up. I mean, but. you you can you can put it either way you want. Either way, I think that, that the, the Jags win. Um, I, I say we go with the spread, because I'm not convinced. Alright. Okay. What's another standout? Me. What's another standout game to you this week? I think Bills Ravens. I'm gonna get odds up here. Who do you think yeah, the favorite is in that game? And, and that's another tough one because obviously the Bills are are going to be the favorite going in. By only guess how many points? I mean. The rate, and that's tough. I would say it's probably anywhere between like three to five. Three, bingo. Okay, so it is three. Okay, and 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 that's the thing is is I think the Bills should win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens win. That's fair. I I think that's going to be really. I think that's going to be a a top game of. Uh, of the week and I would like to put this out there and maybe we can include this in our official parlay but this can just be part of the PGO bet of the week. May I put this out there to you? Yeah. The over under for total points is 51. I say slam the fuck out of that over. Oof. That again and I think and, and again, I think the biggest thing it comes down to is I, I don't think the Bills have any problem scoring points. I think it comes down to literally, I mean, the Ravens offense with Lamar Jackson is, is good either way. And they've, they've yeah. got so many, not high powered weapons, but just versatile weapons that can kind of do it all. And it comes down to whether Buffalo's defense can shut them down. And honestly, Buffalo's defense is... Taken a few hits over last week, like a couple injuries. I 
Yeah, I. You know what? Yeah, I. I would take the over. Well, and and let me yeah, do, let me just I, put I this put this to you as well. So yes, against the Jets, first game of the season, Ravens twenty four points put on the board. Okay, and you need for fifty one for Ravens versus the Jets. And remember, for fifty one, they put it basically need a twenty six twenty five win to hit it. You know, call it twenty seven twenty five yeah. whatever. But Ravens yeah. put up twenty four on the board against Jets, held them to nine. Um. And the Bills, I'm just scanning here. Oh, I lost them. I had them a second ago. Oh, sorry, Monday night game. They put up 31. They held the Rams to 10. Now, Stafford does throw a lot of picks. Pick City. Now. Who? Who does? Stafford. Who's that? Kelly Stafford's husband, my bad. Okay, there we go. Um, Fuck, thank you. Sorry, I just... I was just referring to her last was. name. I was just referring to her last name. Oh, her um, last name. Gotcha, gotcha. 41. Ravens put up uh, 38 against the Dolphins. And that was week, in week two? Yeah, that was week two. Week three. Um, Ravens put up... Um, see, I keep switching pages and I lose it. I, oh, I think Bills only put up 19. Of- they choked. But Bills Dolphins put up forty one week two though. Yeah, and Dolphin or I mean Ravens put up thirty seven in week three. Yeah, so, so both teams over. showed yeah, oh, hammer hammer over. Over. I think both hammer teams showed over. that they that they can play at a high level. And I I don't think this is a game where defenses are gonna lock guys down. I think this is gonna be a high fly offense kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Alright, so we're hitting the over on that. Oh, we're, I think we can parlay these all together, we're, baby. Dude, we're doing a fucking elbow drop off the steel cage onto that over. Yes, sir. Um, one game where if this was last year, I would be fucking beyond excited for. But this year, I'm like, I'm like, man, this game's honestly, I think is gonna be quite shit. Um, the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, mid as fuck. Like I am, I. Like, last year, I'd be like, dude, this game is going to be so, so good. Like, I'd be losing my fucking mind over it. And, like, now I'm like, it's, I don't give a shit. I'd rather honestly watch Marcus Mariota ball out against the Cleveland Browns. Like, straight up. Yeah, Mariota's fun to watch. I love him. I am such on the hype train for him. And that's why I'm rooting so hard for the Falcons every week. Just because I... I've always enjoyed watching him, and I just want to see him stick around on a team and prove that he can be, like, that guy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Week three, Colts put up 20, Texans put, or Titans put up 24. See, week but we cannot two, forget. Week two, Colts got shut out. Oh, to, and to who? The Jags. The um, Jags. And Titans only put up seven. Week one... Uh, Colts put up 20, Titans put up 20. Now, the over-under for this game is set at 43. Are we hitting that under? Yeah, and that one, that one is so tough because, again, you go... Like, if I was to ask you before the season started, who are your top three running backs in the league? You would probably say, I'm assuming, Derrick Henry... Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey, if he's healthy. Yeah, and and I would but say like Derek Henry and Jonathan Taylor are not the 
like the the beasts they were years prior. Like they're they're. It's okay. You can say dick swingers. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not big dick swingers like they were. Big like they dick are swingers. And I think that's the thing, though, is teams have figured them out. Yeah, well, I think when you don't have um, huge QB talent, and and that's what surprised me. I think that's what shocked me. I thought the Colts were going to be a lot better this year with Matt Ryan coming in, and I was ready to put yeah. the Colts as a dark horse for the Super Bowl this year. I yeah. thought, you know I, what, I was they fully on the hype there. train. With that, you know, yep. with the running back, with Matt uh, Matt Ryan coming in, you have a more complete offense now. I I was giving it to him. They've not shown yep. that. No, at all. Every everything at all. but that. Well, and I think I think teams are finding out how tough the rental QB market is, and I hope they plan on maybe keeping Matt Ryan for more than one year. But you know, even Brady admitted. Even though he won the Super Bowl in his first year, he those first few games, like there were some big losses. There were some games where he didn't put up a lot, and they leaned on that defense because you know when you're learning that new offense, that's even for a vet or even for a very talented quarterback, that's a challenge. You're learning a completely new system. You're building new chemistry with the coaches, with the receivers. There, there's a whole lot yep. more you have to take into account there. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the Colts, they, they tried that last year with Wentz. They're trying that this year with Ryan. And I think both times it hasn't worked. And, and all, this, all the, the pieces they give up from trying to build their future, they're giving up for one year of a quarterback to then get rid of him for less than what they gave away for him. So they're, uh, yes. just, they're just throwing away assets to be like, you're going to be our quarterback for the year, and then we're going to ship you off, and we're going to go spend more of our assets to grab another guy. And it's... Here's my theory. Okay. Yes, with your theory. Think of the Colts as a person, okay? As yeah. a guy. Yeah. He's I'm in seeing a him. long, 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 long relationship. Yep. Maybe you know, maybe Peyton Manning was the birth of the Colts. Let's call it that. Let's start it there. And I, and I know it's not. People are going, oh, they have such a history. Shut up. I'm just, for the analogy, that was the birth of the Colts. Their first love was Andrew Luck, and they did. They thought they were going to marry Andrew Luck. They thought that was going to be Peyton Manning. They thought that was going to be their new life, that that was going to be better than birth. And he broke yep. their heart. That he did. And he stomped on it. And right now, well, I, just I don't know if I necessarily did, say, did he did break their heart or did they fail him? Okay, fair enough. But a heart was broken nonetheless. Can we agree on that? Oh, 100%. Now, they have trust issues. Yeah. They, they don't want to draft. They don't want to invest in a new quarterback. They don't want to. They just want to bang. They want to have one-night stands, one-year contracts. They don't want to commit. They're, they're in their whole phase yeah. right now. That's what the Colts are. They, the Andrew Luck really fucked them up, man. It's not right. It's not right no, what he did. you know what? You know, and that's fair. And th- maybe that is the reason why they don't want to, for whatever reason, they don't want to invest in a quarterback long term. Which, I, I, yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. All right. Um, what, what are some other standout games to you? Because you said you had a, a big prediction for the week. So I want to hear what your big prediction was you had. I, th- I think my big prediction, or I don't think I said big prediction. I think I just said standout game, if I'm correct. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I said big predi- prediction. 
Um, I thought Bills Ravens was going to be a huge game. Um, I think Jags Eagles was going to be a huge game, and I I at the time thought that Eagles were really going to have more of a dominating win. Now, you know, for the PGO parlay, we're going Jags with the spread here. Um, I think Patriots Packers is going to be a more entertaining game than some people may give it credit for. I know both teams haven't been off to the best start. But I think they're, it's a veteran yeah. quarterback versus a veteran coach. Um, and, and when you have those situations, I think it's two kind of veteran-led teams, if you may. Um, and the Packers have a huge advantage giving, given a 9.5 spread. They're minor, or not advantage, or disadvantage, however you want to call it. They're the favorite. Pats are the underdog at a 9.5 spread. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I'm old. Mac Jones is out this week. Yeah, yeah, Mac Jones isn't playing. Yeah, that's I a, take that all back. Yeah, it's not going Mac to and be cheese setting game. Not, not suiting up. Mac and cheese is down for the count. Um, which is very disappointing because I wanted to see him ball out against Aaron Rodgers and try and take him down. Yeah. Now, uh, Broncos. Okay, here's something interesting. Broncos Chiefs. That's a good one. Yeah. Both yeah. QBs are down some targets. I'd say right now Brady is down more targets short term. Patrick is down Tyreek Hill long term. Um, there is no spread for this game. It is an even pick. It is a money line game according to the undisclosed gambling website I'm using. Um, who are you taking? You you know who I'm taking just for my love, and maybe that's what we got to put in the PGO parlay. But... No, and and I'm and I'm with you. I and and like I said, I think the Bucks' um, defense is just so good that even if Brady struggles, I think they're going to win. All right, here's here's I I don't know if I'd give it a full game of the week interesting, but it'll be a good matchup, and it's it's an interesting betting matchup. Rams San Fran. It is a one and a half spread. San Fran is the favorite here, so Rams are getting the plus one and a half. San Fran's a favorite? Yes, they are. Very slight, but they are. Oh, because Jimmy G's playing and he's the go, right? Well, duh. Wow. I And see, and that's such a tough matchup because I wholeheartedly think Rams are the better team. Like The 49ers are a sneaky team and they find ways to win those games. They really do. I, I and would... I think... I'm very comfortable taking the under on the game, but okay, you know, you know, trying to decide between the two teams, it's that's so tough. You know, that's fair because I was gonna say, you know, 49ers really are one of those teams that can pull out those sneaky wins, and I do think uh, the Rams are a team you can pull out a sneaky win against. Yeah, 40, you know 49ers I mean? have done it alone against them. A couple of times, led led by their starting quarterback now Jimmy Garoppolo. Dude, imagine the it's state that team would have been in if they did trade him when they were trying to. Yeah, because they're like, oh, Trey Lance is the guy, and then Trey Lance goes down, and then like they'd be like, fuck. So they both so good have... on them for staying loyal. Yeah, they tried. Loy- they loyal- tried. Loyal- <laughs> Loyalty they, is the lesson here. They, they went to the club to cheat and got turned down. Um, yeah. So both teams put up big numbers week two, and I want to say, you know, week you know who one. went to the club to to cheat and didn't get turned down. 
Urban Meyer, baby. Oh yeah. Um. So both both teams put up awful numbers week weeks um one and three in great numbers in, or good numbers in week two. I guess yeah. I guess Rams put up decent numbers in week three with twenty points. This the over under is set at forty two and a half for that game. So you're saying take the under. Yeah, I would I would feel comfortable taking the under. All right, so can I may I read you off the PGO parlay for this week? Giver. With some dirty odds. We got Jacksonville Jaguars with plus six and a half. We have over fifty one total points for the Baltimore Ravens versus Buffalo Bills. We have an even pick for Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We're taking the Bucks. And under 42 for San Fran versus the Los Angeles Rams. I and am what, in love with that. And if you put five on that, you walk away with 60. That's right. It is plus 1,200 odds. So if you put $1. God, we $1, are so good. If you put $1, you win 12 Do we want to put 5 on that? Do we want to put 10 on that? What are we putting? 10 10, 10 brings us in 120 Is and, this what yeah, we're whole lot of money for the podcast? A whole lot of money. whole lot of money. So hear that at home, folks. We have invested that much the, if, money. And if it doesn't hit, someone will be getting fired. We, yes. will not be able, we will not be able to pay someone. So We will not. Because salaries are very tight among here, around here. Um, and un- unlike the Miami Dolphins, we treat our, our staff good. We take care of them. Do we? Yeah, better than Miami. I, I've seen some <laughs> people walking around with head injuries, myself included. I you look in the mirror anyone. and I go, yeah, I look in the mirror and I go, this, this isn't good. Yeah, you more than anyone. All right. Bet's been placed, folks. All right. Um, so I think that's kind of we're kind of wrapping up close here. Yeah. But, uh, for anyone for that fan report? Um, before we get to the fan report, just anyone oh, that ooh, ooh, if there's sorry. if there's any any of our listeners that are you know active gamblers and like to get in on it, well, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go through the games one at a time, and you just tell me straight up, no no explanation. I just want to know you tell me who you think wins. Spread or no spread? Nope, just just straight up, like who you think is gonna win. Am I going real thoughts or fast? But ba- just like straight up after hearing the matchup, like who do you think is going to win? Okay, go. Okay, Vikings and Saints in Saints. London. Okay, Cowboys and Commanders. Bills. Oh, ooh, you switched it up. Uh, fuck. Cowboys. Commanders, Cardinals, Panthers. Uh, Commanders, Commanders, Commanders. Okay. Cardinals. Okay. No, Panthers. Panthers? Yeah. Fuck you. Um, Chargers and Texans. Chargers. Yeah, easy. Chicago Bears and the Giants. Giants. Yeah. Seahawks and Lions. They're good. Seahawks. Wow. I would win Lions. Uh, Lions are generally bad. The Jags and the Eagles. Jags all the way. Eagles. I said it here first. Jets and Steelers. Steelers. Browns and Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, Mariota time. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, that is a one-point spread on that game. Yeah. My lord. Uh, Falcons are the slight, slightest by slights underdog. Yeah, they're going to win. 
right. We got Any some bold guess? takes here. Um, the dumpster fire of the week, the Titans and Colts. Colts. Uh, Bills, Ravens. Bills. Ravens. Broncos. Fuck. That's a toss-up. Honestly, I really think that's a toss-up. I think that is going to be a hard over game. I think that Let's will just come say the over. I yeah, well no, honestly, I think that's gonna what was it? I think last year, maybe the year before, it was uh Chiefs Bills. And it was like a fifty one forty nine kind of game. Yeah. I think it's gonna Which be I think is, we could be in store for that. I, I think it's gonna be touchdowns till the end. I think it's gonna be big plays. I think both teams yeah. are big play teams. They're big yeah. they they move quick. Big boys. Big boys. Um Broncos and Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna go Raiders on this one. Yeah, Russ Russ can't even fucking cook cereal anymore. Whoa! Um, Patriots and Packers. Patriots, baby. Yeah, I don't care. Pa- no, Patriots wait, wait, are no, no, wait. Uh, yeah, no, wait, no. Hold up. I'm just see. I say that without even thinking. Yeah, I don't think they can win it without Mac. No, I'm gonna be gen- honest. No. Like genuinely, they they don't have a whole. Genuinely, it's, Packers all the way. Unless unless Bill comes out with some really weird game plan and just like they have like he runs it every play and then huts it to the receivers. Like unless Bill does a Bill thing. Um, yeah. But but I I, I think I think you got to go Packers on that. It, it's That's the, the Packers game bet. to lose. Um, but Chiefs, we obviously both said the Bucks. And then yeah. Rams and 49ers. I, I, you know, I'm going to go Rams. I mean, oh, fuck. I, I, think, think, I think you got it. <sighs> See, I think that's tough because I think... I want to say the 49ers, but I think so, the Rams are going to find a way. But but to what I said earlier, I think 49ers are a team that can get sneaky wins, and I think Rams Actually, are a no, team yeah, you yeah, can get it. sneaky wins against. Yeah, I 49ers, think they, I'm going they allow that, especially with their Super Bowl hangover, whatever you want to call it, and with Odell yeah. gone. Speaking of which, just going to end this on this, there are rumors he might be going to Tampa Bay. Yep. He, he has expressed that, that he would, would, would go to Tampa Bay to play with Brady. Apparently Tom Brady sent him a text. Oh, dude, if Tom Brady sends you a text, like, you don't tell him no. I don't think it's possible. I don't think the like if Brady texts you, that. if Brady texts you and says you up, like you're fucking responding. You're like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and you're responding with a dick pic, and it's hard. Okay, just oh, me on that. Oh my one. god. <laughs> um. There you go. Well, I think if, that, if, yeah, so if that's... you text you to in the morning clam report, do we want to do that before we before we hop off here? I think we got a, we got a good yeah. episode here. We've gone a little over an hour. Yeah, Probably hop off lots, soon. We always got lots to talk about, lots of fun stuff to say. Um, oh, do we ever? For the, for the for the clam report, I I don't really have much. Like I basically said all kind of my clowning and whatnot on the dolphins earlier. I'm just. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think we kind of jumped. I think the just as someone like like me, yeah, I think someone like me who just kind of you know really takes the time to kind of study all that kind of stuff and to see it happen and see it not be treated you know as serious as it maybe should have given the circumstances. You know, I think that just in itself is a big reason to just dunk on that team. Like, genuinely, I I hope nothing but the best for Tua though. Like, I hope he is healthy and well, if, uh, if he has some. You would have to be a bit Some of a piece of shit to be like, like, 
Um, See, I'm mad. Actually, imagine if you, you hop on a podcast and you're like, "Fuck!" First off, fuck Tua. I I hope he's injured. You know, I, actually, I hope yeah. he doesn't. Care. Actually, no. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, for the clown report, I'm going to clown on wh- whoever the the fuck I was beefing with on Twitter last night. I think it was like Ian Rapport or something. He put out a, a tweet, and I just replied to it. You know, being like, I and I just expressed what I've said here. Just that I think the Dolphins handle the situation very poorly. The amount of people that responded to that and was like, and and most of it was like it was just people more so like just personally attacking me for having that that point of view, being like, oh fuck, who is a big boy? Like he should be able to handle it. Like, and 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 it was so much to the point where, um, I'm pretty sure and from what I saw it was that. Ian Rapport guy, he actually had to delete my tweet because of how much like shit was going on in in the threads there because of that. So that's why I'm gonna clown. First off, all those all those people attacking. What was your tweet? How aggressive was your tweet? No, it was honestly just straight. Like it was just like it was like this is this what that was so tough to watch and it easily could have been avoided had the Dolphins handled the situation the way that they should have because I don't think they handled it right at all. May I ask you? And then it just fucking blew up oh yeah ask a favor could you please read off the three meanest tweets you got i can't because as soon as it was deleted all of it's gone like i I couldn't go back to to view it remember any um i think one dude called me a i'm not gonna say it on here because i don't want to get clipped ever saying it but he he said the the r word he said i was one of them for having that point of view and I think that's, I think it's when words like that start coming into the threads is when like, especially like, you know, high profile, like verified people on Twitter that are a credible source. Like when that starts getting dumped into their stuff, then they're like, let's just shut it down. Um, I know that's that, that was one that's that a bit out, of an aggressive like, stance. Yeah. And I, I was like, I was like, dude, like, you know, like you can, like if people want to disagree with me and have a conversation about it, I'm all for that. But like, we start throwing derogatory terms in there and. You're not even really responding to what my tweet was. It's just, let's just attack you because we don't agree with you. It's like, so fuck those people for doing that. Well, fair. I think, but... I think a lot of people also agreed with what I had to say, but now they, they weren't able to share that with me and I couldn't engage with them to, to have a discussion about that. I think I'd also like to just throw out there, um, as someone that gives a lot of bad takes, that wasn't that bad of a take that you gave. No, it really wasn't. Like, I don't That's think it thing. warranted that much of like a you piece of shit. Exactly. Like, and, and that was my thing as well, because like I could have very easily just gone on there and just said like, like, fuck the Dolphins. Like they are a shit franchise and like players shouldn't want to play for that, that team based on how they treat them. No, it was just, I just straight up said like, I hope two is okay. And this all could have been avoided had the Dolphins just handled it more appropriately based on, on what I think. You should and have plugged the podcast in that tweet. Just saying. Fucking should have. I should have said, just come, come beef, beef our podcast in the DMs. Yeah. Just, just, just maybe maybe I'll do that next time. Maybe I'll do right. that next time. That's the way to go, honestly. Um, I got one for the clan report. and it's Maybe kind of I'll just start. Point. We should just start using the PGO for, for comments like that. So then they don't have to attack me. They can just straight up just come right at the podcast and be like, hey, thanks for giving us engagement. And then 
Yeah, and and then um, we don't even have to worry about our Twitter because we'll just get deleted. Because I know how you tweet. Um, there we go. Problem solved. Uh, my my clown of the week is the third party concussion staff of the NFL, not the Dolphins, but the the NFL guys. Yeah. What yeah. what were you, know you what? doing here? I where, yeah, that's where thing, were you, know you in in this in interaction? Yeah. And I do clown on the Dolphins a lot for it, as as I feel like should. But you know, yeah, the NFL does need to take some of the onus and be like, "Fuck this! This is on us as well." Like, How can you not? Yeah. So yeah, it does go both ways. I would I would say right now, just yeah, the NFL's kind of third party concussion stuff, their concussion protocol. Yeah, they're they're clowns right now. Yeah. Well, and and, and, and like we've I've always said, known that. And like I said to people, if um, and I said this to a few people after because there's there's an investigation going on now. If there is like full proof that is released to the public where it fully shows that Tua was 100% cleared to play, and there was like, they were like a million percent sure that there was no reason to be concerned with him playing, I will, I will put myself on the clown report. So that's two things I could be on for um, next time. But I don't think they can prove that he was like fully able to play. It would be tough to prove that. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, we, I mean, that's, we that's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be a tough argument in court. Yeah, e- exactly. Um, I guess kind of end off here. Um, our favorite uh, favorite guy, Antonio Brown, is he's made his return to to Twitter. Um, oh yes, sir. What did he hit us with? Twenty two hours ago, he tweeted, "Dripping sauce like um chili." Um. Ooh. He said, first they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. Remember they hated Jesus when he was perfect? Yeah. You tell him. He said, three days ago, he said, black girls want to get it in. White girls, a smash your friend, confirmed. Chelsea, Chris, T. Lou, Tampa, a coronavirus. Don't know what the fuck that means. And then also three days ago. Is the account AB translator still a thing? Can can they weigh in on yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, I think that is. And then also three days ago, he said she thought because she bare my seeds, it was gone. Her bring fruit. He could have used gonna, but he said gone her, like G O N E, and then her. Well, you know, so, fair enough. I think he's just having a fucking stroke when he's. I think that's the way poets speak, Brandon, and you need to fucking educate yourself. Nah, nah. This this is the fucking tweet right here. Six days ago. Me. I'm not tired. I'm inspired. And Ooh. then he signatures it off at the end with the letter A and then the B emoji. That is what we want. Hey, man. I think that's a good... Uh, we could put that on... He should put that on a t-shirt. I'm not tired. I'm inspired. I like that. That's a good also, phrase. About like a, two, a week and a half ago, CBS Sports said, who would you choose to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? And Antonio Brown did like like the little uwu fingers, like where you put your your two index fingers oh together. Oh my god! Did he? He put actually? out a bunch. Yeah, he put out a bunch of those emojis doing that. No way! He's my he's back to my favorite. Dude, imagine player in the money Super Bowl halftime show. And then hear me out. He catches a touchdown in the second half. Yeah, like why can he not play in the Super Bowl game? 
do the halftime show and then go up there and ball out again. Like, I think that's the move. Fuck if anyone home, can do it at Tim. Yeah, forget having a home court, like home field for the Super Bowl. Have your own player do the halftime. Have AB run the fucking show. He can do the pregame show, the postgame show, halftime. He, he does it all. He's such a well-rounded from? human being. Do you know where he's no from? No clue. Pit not the palace, baby. There it is. up this episode. What is it? Episode 14? Pit not the palace. Is that episode 14 in the books? In the yes, raps? Should we, do we want to plug, uh, plug our socials one more time? Folks, you know where you can find us. You can get us on that Instagram at postgame overtime podcast. P-G-O show, the three letters, P-G-N-O, then spell it out, S-H-O-W show, P-G-O show, find us there, and what are we on Twitter, Mr. Brandon? On Twitter, we are just the letter P-G and then overtime, so P-G and then the word overtime. You can find us there, where uh, that's where we're going to start beefing with people from, is on through that Twitter, instead of my own, so I don't get personally attacked. They can just and come and support the podcast and give us uh, attention. Yeah, and we want to we want to hear you on those winners. socials. If you think what we're saying are idiot dumb hot takes, come beef with us. We want to. Yeah, uh, well, actually, I, I shouldn't say it that aggressively. Come have a fun, polite discourse with us. And, yeah. um, and if it's on we, Instagram, I will love to chat with you. If it's on Twitter, Brandon will attack you. Yeah. And we, we, we discussed this before the show. We are working on getting kind of a, um, uh, a link made up that will be in our link tree where you go on to it. You can, and it's, you know, if, if you choose to, it's completely anonymous. You can just type in your, your questions you have for us or any hot takes you have or anything you just want us to talk about in general in regards to the sports world. And we will um, regularly check in on that and we will uh, always uh, answer back to those and uh, bring up those uh those comments by all of you yeah we 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 always want to hear from you guys and and we want to hear anything you want um from us uh other things you talk about we're trying to integrate more into video getting some of that out uh but if there's any other things any other suggestions any other i don't know well any other sports you want to hear us talk about any other topics anything we want to hear yep. from you guys and uh, questions even. If you got questions, send them our way. We want to hear it. Uh, thank you so much for yeah. listening. Brandon, do you got anything to say to him? To the lovely yeah, people no, I, at home? No, yeah. And again, thanks to everyone for listening and thanks for everyone who who stuck by um, over our like five months away and for everyone who uh, showed love to our most recent episode and continues to show love to our previous episodes. It, yeah. uh, it really does mean a lot to us. September September was a great month for us. So so for anyone yep. who's who's just new, for anyone who's coming back, for anyone for everyone who's stuck with us, thank you to everyone for coming and listening. Uh we hope you stick around for more episodes. And if you stuck around this far, oh my god, you're amazing. Just stay for the next episode. You've made it yep. through this hour twenty episode. You've earned next episode. And now like we've we've left the content. It's an hour twenty-three we're running. And you're still listening to us. So that really just means you love this so much. So just tune in next week. Yeah. And, and like, like and you said, we, we had a great uh, September here. Um, September's wrapping up. The end, of, end of the day here. 
Um, so we, we have lots of stuff planned for October, and we are hoping to make October uh, even bigger and better. Ooh, yeah. All right. Ooh, Thank yeah. you so much. Have a great week, and uh, we hope to hear from you soon. AB84. Woo!